every Friday, happy endings are the rule. So divide up those in darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light them up, boys, there's your picture. The shadow out of sight. This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. Yes, today is January the 4th. Is it? Yes, it's the 4th of January of the new year 2011. Uh, believe it, believe it. Things are continuing, going on and on. I was listening this morning to um, the radio. Dear, 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 uh, Jerry Brown, our uh, our own governor now. He's <laughs> he's back. <laughs> did I did I get it right? There was a uh, a voice on the radio. I could barely hear. It was a woman's voice, and she said, "Is not just retro; he's vintage." I like it. I like it. Uh, not just retro; he's vintage. I must put that in my my notes. Jerry Brown used to be here on the KPFA airwaves years ago at four o'clock. Uh, <laughs> yes, picking the low hanging fruit here at KPFA. I, I, uh, I think we should congratulate. Uh, the governor, uh, because after all, uh, what is it? Uh, time marches on. I, 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 I couldn't for the life of me remember what things were like when Jerry Brown was in office many years ago, but it's coming back to me slowly, slowly. I, I dug through one file and I thought, she was, uh, let's see. Ah, oh, gosh, she's married now. His wife's name is Anne. The president, Barack Obama's mother's name was Anne. Yes, Stanley Ann Dunham. Jerry was a, Jerry Brown was a bachelor when he was, uh, in the, uh, governor's mansion last time. Interesting, interesting thoughts. I think maybe he will be a little bit more, what do you call that, uh, down to earth, because he was always down to earth. Uh, it says one does not become a Buddhist overnight. I remember where I was at. Uh, I was down handing out pamphlets for the Black Panther Party. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Oh, I thought I was tough. Anyway, I dug in my library here and I found um, Huey P. Newton's book, Revolutionary Suicide. I remember how we said that Jerry Brown, you know, he wasn't uh, he wasn't far enough left. He wasn't uh, progressive enough. Uh Oh, dear. Oh, dear, dear. Huey Newton is, of course, long gone. He was a casualty. Uh, he was what he deplored, that is, a reactionary suicide. Sooner or later, he... He... Uh, what is that? He believed what the enemy said about him. That is um, long enough to uh, destroy himself. Anyway... In the beginning, it was not so. In the beginning, he was certainly an intellectual and uh, a great spirit. Let me just read you a little bit 
of revolutionary suicide because it's nice to try for a perspective, if such a thing is possible, historically speaking. Yes, I keep telling myself, you know, the cliche about the arc of history uh, bending towards justice, but uh, I think it's a little late for justice anyway. When he was alive and full of ecstasy, he wrote these wonderful things, Huey P. Newton. I remember he went to the school I was teaching at, Woodrow Wilson. Anyway, here's what he writes. He writes, revolution is not an action. It is a process. Times change. Policies of the past are not necessarily effective in the present. He says, our military strategies were not frozen. As conditions changed, so did our tactics. Patrolling the community was only one step in our ten-point program. It had never been regarded as the sole community endeavor of the Black Panther Party. As a matter of fact, the right to bear arms for protection appeared near the end of our program. It was point seven. It came only after those demands we considered far more urgent. Freedom, employment, education, and housing. Our community programs, now called survival programs, were of great importance from the beginning. We had always planned to become involved in black people's daily struggle for survival. We sought only the means to serve the community's needs. I have a footnote here from back in the day when I used to talk to high school students. I used uh, some quotations from our founding father, John Adams. There isn't much in the Constitution, nothing in fact, about education. Actually, that came from the labor movement. But, uh, uh, back in the day, back when this nation was founded, John Adams, uh, in the state constitution, that's the place to put it, that's where we talk about education. He said all the right, wise things, same things that Jefferson said about the need to educate the citizens. Otherwise, you know, what was the use of their voting if they didn't know who to vote for? <laughs> Not funny. Oh, well, the children understood back in 1968. Anyway, a little bit more of what Huey Newton had to say. Nostalgia, Jennifer. <laughs> he writes, the party, that is the Black Panther Party, was sabotaged from without and within. For years, the establishment media presented a sensational picture of us, emphasizing violence and weapons. The colossal events like Sacramento, you remember the uh, Black Panther, uh, not not Huey, but uh, Bobby Seale and some other fellows went up to Sacramento and carried weapons. <coughs> A friend of mine was up there at the time. He said that uh, <laughs> the legislature was scared out of their wits. Anyway, uh, he goes on to say, yes, that the <coughs> the emphasis was on 
violence and weapons, things like the confrontation with the police ramparts, right? Yeah, huh? Shootout of April 6, 1968. That's the tragedy of little Bobby Hutton. Uh, once again, I remember telling the high school students that that tragedy, uh, it was rumored, I was told by friends, uh, that little Bobby Hutton, uh, he was with the older men in the party, and he, he was just a teenager. And uh, Eldridge Cleaver, some of the others, said to strip naked before coming out of the house to surrender to police, and little Bobby Hutton, being shy and embarrassed, did not take off his shorts, and therefore when he emerged from the building, he was the one who was shot and killed because uh, they could claim later that he had a concealed weapon. I don't know if it's a true story. Uh, I heard it from two sources who shall be nameless. Uh, anyway, that shootout, he says, was emphasized, and the significance of those events was never understood or analyzed. Newton goes on to write, furthermore, our ten-point program for the community that was ignored. Our plans for survival were overlooked. The Black Panthers were identified with the gun. Yes, we all know how how, how the media spins things. Uh, isn't it amazing how reductive things can be? Uh, things just boil down to... One image, one picture. Uh, let's see. One more little paragraph from Huey Newton. Sad, sad, sad. He writes in great detail about the defection of Eldridge Cleaver and about the meaning of reactionary suicide. Uh, he likes to quote the French existentialist Camus, who wrote that the re revolutionaries, quote, Real generosity toward the future lies in giving all to the present. This, says Camus, grows out of an intense love for the earth, for our brothers, for justice. The Black Panther Party embraces this principle. By giving all to the present moment, we reject fear, despair, and defeat. We work to repair the breaches of the past. We strive to carry out the revolutionary principle of transformation. And through long struggle, in Camus' words, quote, We struggle to remake the soul of our time. Yes, a little home for the soul. I've been thinking about that lately. Oh, I can't resist it. I'm going to read Huey Newton's uh, epilogue. Uh, let's see, it's dated 1973. 1973. Oh, dear. I wonder. can't even remember. I guess I was 40, yes. This is the epilogue to Huey B. Newton, Dr. Huey P. Newton's biographical study, A Revolutionary Suicide. Uh... I don't think, I don't know, there may be copies of this left in the library. I wouldn't give up my copy because uh, I can't seem to find it anywhere. Anyway, his epilogue is, I am we. Maybe I'll send it to Jerry Brown. Uh, 
I'm sure he has copies. Jerry Brown actually has a collection of essays. Most of them uh, were put together when he was doing shows here on KPFA. That might be a good thing to use here on the station when we have a, a marathon. Maybe people would like to subscribe to KPFA and get a copy of Jerry Brown's essays. Then we can hold him to some some of his beliefs, you know. Once he's in office, gosh knows what he'll do anyway. Here's what UAP Newton had to say back in 1973. I am we. There is an old African saying, I am we. If you met an African in ancient times and asked him who he was, he would reply, I am we. Now, this is revolutionary suicide. I, we, all of us are the one and the multitude. So many of my comrades are gone now. Some tight partners, crime partners, and brothers off the block are begging on the street. Others are in the asylum, the penitentiary, or the grave. They are all suicides of one kind or another. They are those who had the sensitivity and the tragic imagination to see the oppression. Now, some overcame. They are the revolutionary suicides. Others were reactionary suicides who either overestimated or underestimated the enemy, but in any case, they were powerless to change their conception of the oppressor. I have a footnote here. Uh, as far as I could tell, uh, tragic imagination failed them when it came time to make the great change. Uh, you know how that is? When, when uh, the train of history turns a sharp curve, um, about half the thinkers fall off. No, actually, <laughs> about, about 95% of the thinkers fall off when the train of history, yes, hits the curve. The difference lies in hope and in desire. By hoping and desiring, a revolutionary suicide chooses life. He is, in the words of Friedrich Nietzsche, he is an arrow of longing for another shore. Both suicides despise tyranny, but the revolutionary is both a great despiser and a great adorer. He longs, yes, for the other shore the reactionary suicide must learn, as his brother the revolutionary has learned, that the desert is not a circle, it is a spiral. When we have passed through the desert, nothing will be the same. You cannot bear your throat to the murderer. As George Jackson said, footnote here, George Jackson was another martyr who died uh, in a prison. Uh, long story, George Jackson, yes. Ah. Uh, Jackson said, you must defend yourself. You must take the dragon position, as in karate. Make the front kick and the back kick when you are surrounded. You do not beg because your enemy comes with a butcher knife in one hand and the hatchet in the other. <laughs> he quotes here, yes. He will not become a Buddhist overnight. Oh, I don't know. Another footnote here. I did, anyway. <laughs> yes, a faux Buddhist... Um, 
In some cases, I guess it is an affectation. Huey P. Newton goes on to write that the preacher Ecclesiastes, he means. Ecclesiastes said that the wise man and the fool have the same end. They go to the grave as a dog who sends us to the grave. The unknowable, the force that dictates to all classes, all territories, all ideologies. He is death, the big boss. An ambitious man seeks to dethrone the big boss, to free himself and to control when and how he will go to the grave. <laughs> My footnote on that one was, oh, lots of luck, boys, yes. Uh, oh, as W.C. Fields used to say, it's a funny old world. Be lucky if you get out of it alive. U.E.P. Newton goes on to write, there is another illuminating story of the wise man and the fool found in Chairman Mao's little red book. A foolish old man went to North Mountain and began to dig. A wise old man passed by and said, Why do you dig, foolish old man? Do you not know that you cannot move the mountain with that little shovel? But the foolish old man answered resolutely, while the mountain cannot get any higher, it will get lower with each shovel full. When I pass on, my sons and his sons and his sons will go on making the mountain lower. Why can't we move the mountain? Why not? And the foolish old man kept digging. And so to the generations that followed after him, and the wise old man looked on in disgust. But the resoluteness and the spirit of the generations that followed the foolish old man touched God's heart, and God sent two angels who put the mountain on their backs and moved the mountain. This is the story Mao, Chairman Mao told. And when he spoke of God... He meant the 600 million who had helped him to move imperialism and bourgeois thinking, those two great mountains. The reactionary suicide is wise, so-called wise, in quotes, yes. Revolutionary suicide is a fool. He is a fool for the revolution. In just the way that St. Paul meant when he spoke of being a fool for Christ. That foolishness can move the mountain of oppression. It is our great leap and our commitment to the dead and to the unborn. We will touch God's heart. We will touch the people's heart. And together we will move the mountain. And I put some uh, updated footnotes here, something about Barack Obama's references to his North Star, Ultima Tule, that is as far north as you can go. Of course, Obama was talking about the North Star followed by the uh, Americans who 
were escaping their captivity in the South, running from slavery to the free North, so-called. Uh. <laughs> ah, one more illusion. Yes, we are illusion factories. And, of course, it may be that the mountain itself is an illusion. But, uh, as somebody said, you stay in, you stay in better health if you keep, keep shoveling. Yes, keep shoveling. Boys don't mourn. Organize. Uh, anyway, uh, I listened to a little bit of Jerry Brown's speech last night. God bless him. Uh, he was, at least he has, he's kept his sense of humor. What was it he said? With no mental reservation. I love it. He sounded a little bit, it sounded a little bit like he'd said, no metal, no metal uh, reservation. So he corrected himself. And I thought, this will be fun. Now we can watch Jerry Brown for senior moments. Once in a while, he's bound to repeat himself. Uh, and I'm sure every one of us will jump on uh, his uh, words and uh, uh, make him, uh, what is that, uh, explain himself. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, uh, what was it the German philosophers used to say? We must live on and suffer. Uh, the martyrs, those who have gone, uh, they are in the special the special place, possibly in limbo, watching us still trying to to uh, cope, trying to make the world safe for satire, if not for democracy. Yes, that's all I can do. Make the world safe for satire. Uh, we need some courage. Uh, I keep thinking that I'm so old now that there's nothing more they can do to me. Yes, let them come. <laughs> as, as, as... George W. Bush used to say, bring it on. Actually, there's always something worse. Yes, you think you've hit bottom. Oh, no, there's a bottom below. There's a low below the low, you know. I think uh, dark humor is appropriate. Uh, just at the moment, there seems to be something, uh, along with a returning sense of humor, there is the problem of the death of the heart. If you look around carefully, uh, especially at Congress and the the uh, chaos that we face here in the, uh, what do we call it? I don't like the word fascism anymore. It doesn't say much. Uh, the, the traces of tyranny that um, we see on the horizon, the dark birds of history. Uh, there is something, I don't know, I don't think sentimentality is in order, but... I think um, it might be time to resurrect uh, the heart. Uh, Jefferson used to talk about the head and the heart. Uh, I think we need not just um, cosmic comedy, the last laugh, but we need to feel the pain. You remember Bill Clinton feeling everybody's pain. We made a flippant joke of that. Uh much to our sorrow, uh, I remember Mrs. Clinton, Hillary that is, Ms. Uh, Rodham, saying at some point that she was trying to practice the religion of gratitude. She was gone, going through a particularly rough period. They were hauling her up in front of uh, congressional committees, humiliating her, and she said that 
she had to remember how fortunate she was to be able to walk around the White House and see fresh flowers cut every day, that sort of thing. Uh, it was a bit smarmy, but uh, what she was saying is that we should be grateful for the gift of existence. It's a stunning thing just to be born, just to be here, just to survive. Kind of a miracle, you know, one shot in a million if you think about it. <laughs> Not that many eggs in my mother's... Uh, ovaries let's see how many of me there might have been anyway my cup floweth over i think uh, yes i need to grab grab for the gusto folks greed is good i'm greedy for just one more book one more movie one more song one more bit of talent uh just listening to my engineer Frank Sterling this morning had a terrific audio tape on the morning show. He's going to burn me a copy. I'm going to use it because it's it's radio art, folks. It's time we got back to radio art. I'm for talent. I am an elitist. Don't tell anybody. I think that we can distinguish people by their skills and talents, but uh, the truth is everybody's got something going for them. Uh, Anyway, uh, my uh, younger son gave me a T-shirt recently. Well, no, that was years ago. Saying, I don't know more than you don't know. He was trying to give me the one-upmanship thing. And (laughs) I I think, yes, now that I'm older, um, I understand that, yes. Uh, Anyway, anyway. Uh, I brought a whole bunch of notes today, and I won't have time uh, to go through them. Oh, what a shame. Anyway, they're mostly about being grateful, would you believe it, for uh, theater, for movies, for what I guess we call the arts. Um, It's where I go when I have these little moments, uh, the temptation to despair, you know. (laughs) And it isn't just that, uh, it isn't just that, I was upset by Jerry Brown and his Buddhist shtick. Uh, I do remember when what he did was supposed to be... Oh, what is it? Uh, I don't like the phrase airy-fairy, no. But you remember, he was accused of green living, and I couldn't help comparing him to the King of England. Well, the the, uh, Prince of Wales, the king who will be, you know. He's the one who tried to explain about global warming and the green thing. And everyone laughed at him, you know, and said that he was a tree hugger and all that nonsense. And, of course, it's all come true. Uh, This is the perfect time for Jerry Brown to come to office. And certainly the the efforts of Prince Charles will not be wasted. Uh, It's funny because it's all political theater, you know, uh, symbolism. The Brits are so good at that. I think it's because they had all that trouble with Protestantism, you know. Henry VIII had to uh, promote his church. And church and theater are all the same thing, you know. Uh, except theater's a little more left-wing. Uh, Orthodox religion is pretty right-wing, pretty grim. But I was trying to explain to someone the other day that Laurence Olivier's dad was in the church. And <laughs> it doesn't seem to really matter whether you're in the pulpit or on the stage. It's uh, all sound and fury, folks. But uh, I think that the teaching moments seem to occur on stage at least they did for me 
that was my great gift in life. Uh, from Euripides to maybe Tony Kirshner, every playwright, um, every actor, all that human comedy. Just remember, a comedy is for those who think, and a tragedy is for those who feel. We place our words upon the heart. When it breaks, that's when they fall in. Uh, I want to go out and see Helen Mirren playing Prospera in The Tempest. How about that? A woman as the magician, the prophet, the one who will change the world and give us a whole new scene. I'm waiting. This has been Jennifer Stone. I'll be back on the air next Tuesday at this same time. God is willing. Till then, go easy. And if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. Yo soy Julieta Tizni, aquí con las Raza Chronicles, Crónicas de la Raza, bringing you noticias en español and in English. Música, poesía. Soy Nina Serrano, la Raza Chronicles, Crónicas de la Raza, every Tuesday, 7 to 8. My name is Esther Munia, la Raza Chronicles, here at KPFA 94.1 FM. Yo soy Vanessa Bohm, aquí con la Raza Chronicles. Crónicas de la Raza, every Tuesday, 7 to 8 p.m., bringing you noticias de la Raza community. Yo soy Nicté, Crónicas de la Raza, todos los martes de 7 a 8 p.m. This is Maya, aquí con la Raza Crónicas, every Tuesday from 7 to 8 p.m., worldwide at kpfa.org, and in the Bay at 94.1. Fulano llevándose todo mi oro Vestido de blanco entero